And so I'm back, guys, with part two of the topic we discussed on the last episode of Banter with Abby. Marriage overrated and underrated. Guys, this topic is endless. People would keep going on and on about it. But anyways, before we get into today's episode, the continuation, have you subscribed to my podcast? If you have not, do so now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also Google Podcasts, guys. There's a lot of content coming through and you don't want to miss it. Um, so to everyone that actually wrote in to me on my Instagram or um, sent me messages in response to the question I asked in the last episode, is marriage overrated or underrated? Thank you. Um, I selected three responses. And what I did was I had a discussion with a very close friend of mine, LJ. And I'm going to be playing that discussion. It is about 40 minutes long. Um, we did it on Zoom. So bear with us if the sound is a bit poor here or there. Um, otherwise, please sit back with your cup of coffee, tea, glass of champagne, red wine if you're bougie like that and enjoy my banter with my friend lj for the next 40 minutes guys do not drop out listen <laughs> all right so everyone i have on the today's podcast a very good friend of mine that is going to be sharing some of her opinions on some of the responses i have gotten through my social media and also sharing her own perspective on marriage being overrated or underrated i call her LJ, so I'm just going to let her introduce herself briefly now. So, what's up, LJ? Hi. Um, hi. <laughs> hi. Thank you for having me on here. It's exciting, actually, and well done. Um, guys, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to Bansi Abby, okay? <laughs> um, um, well, like you said, I'm LJ, and I have been married for going on eight years, even though it feels longer because we've been quite a long-term relationship um and like abby said um i will share my opinions so yeah please go ahead abby okay great so um what i'm going to do is i got two responses from unmarried women as far as i know and i'm going to be taking one from a married woman and then at the end of that lj will be sharing her um perspective as well so on to the first one. I'm just going to read that out real quick. So it's from, like I mentioned, uh, an unmarried lady. And what she said was, most men see marriage as a favor to a woman and it is laughable. Marriage is overrated because of society's expectation. I agree that no one has the authority over marriage. I mean, two people, they get together, they are growing together. They find new parts of themselves as they grow older. They are evolving and there is a chance that they will outgrow each other at some point. So the idea of till death do us path for her is not a reality. So LJ, what do you think? Do you think marriage should have like an expiration or renewal date since people might outgrow each other or fall out of love with each other? Like how do we deal with this? Because it actually happens. So... What do you think about that? Um, I I kind of agree with her. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't think... I know society thinks that marriage should be till we die or till death do us part. Um, but I think that, like she said, marriage should be like a business contract. You come together, lay out, lay out your expectations, and if 
you're not serving each other along the process or along this journey that you call marriage, it's okay to break apart and make it weak. Yeah. If that's possible. So, yeah, I'm, I'm of that opinion. Yes. The thing, though, is, like, I, I see her point as well, you know, but because, you know, there's this whole, like, narrative of, like, love being sacrificed and, like, being able to, you know, um, bear through issues in relationships like if someone is changing and stuff we're we're supposed to at least we're supposed to be able to adapt and like be happy and just keep going like where 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 does that lie is it that that is no reality is it that once like you're saying it stops serving you like oh, this person is different this person is moving towards a different direction it's like bye-bye you know because for example will smith and jada criticize them as much as you want i'm saying that to myself as well <laughs> you know they have found a way to love each other at least from what they've told us and what we see as they are come what may you know based quoting him he said i'm able to love you through whatever is that impossible is that unreal like where does that lie hmm. i don't so. know <laughs> So I, I'm going to use, I'll give an example. You have siblings, right? Yeah. And you love your siblings. Mm -hmm. But there are things that they will do that you don't necessarily approve of, or you will not button, or you just turn the, turn the other way. Yeah. Or because you love them, you're mm -hmm. stuck with them, right? Mm -hmm. Now, there are people that can do that in a marriage. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Will and Jada have. And yeah. who am I to criticize their marriage because I am not in it? I think people need to understand that what somebody deems a good marriage is not a good marriage to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And when somebody deems a bad marriage is not a bad marriage to somebody else, everybody has their preferences when it comes to certain things. As life is, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's full of different things. It's, it's full of spices, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I personally, the only person I faulted in all of this entanglement issue yeah. is August for being <laughs> yeah. a kiss and tell. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> if you were in an, an entanglement, as Jada said, or in a relationship, as August said, and you feel the need to talk about it after years, it just shows that you're hurting and you're petty. Why do you need to bring it up? Yeah. Especially if they did not come out to say anything first. Yeah. I think she picked the wrong one there. You know, I'm like, oh no, like she picked the wrong guy. To have I don't, well, she did pick the wrong guy. <laughs> um, and I think she really sees it as an entanglement because guess what? In her relationship with Will, mm -hmm. that was a marriage. That was a relationship. So she wasn't going to say something that was maybe an affair or something that lasted, what, a year or two as opposed to something that lasted 20-something years. You can't compare. Yeah. Yo, and that's why sometimes people take back cheating partners because they understand the need to separate the person from the act. Yeah. Hmm. And when you realize that one person cannot fulfill all your heart desires, <laughs> quote and unquote, or all your desires, hmm. then you begin to see things in a different light. We need to be more open-minded as a people, as a society, Nigerians especially. Yeah. Um, Just to go back to... Go ahead, please. Like... You mentioned, like you said, um, it's marriage, like a good marriage, a bad marriage. It's relative. It means different things to people. Could we, I mean, 
in line with that and i could see like her opinion saying or our opinion saying that people outgrow each other might not necessarily be a bad thing you know that's what we're saying exactly might not necessarily be a bad thing and it depends on the couple for some couples they're able to go beyond that they're able to move ahead you know it's okay you're a different person but i'm going to learn to love who you are right now in our lives like in our journey i'm going to try exactly make this work like a sibling like you mentioned you know like exactly maybe that's how love is supposed to go you know maybe we're supposed to go to the point where we see each other as siblings <laughs> well yes there is that but there's some also also know that there are people that they'll tell you because we're related by blood does not make us relations you've heard that before haven't you no matter some people can stick with you through it all and some people just cannot deal with it yeah regardless of how related you are yeah. people that cut off their parents so how much more a partner yeah that's true so that's i think i'm saying it boils down to the individuals in the relationship you know if you can love exactly them evolving then you know uh how do they say touche you know if you can't then please by all means like bounce out of the marriage you know um there's no Before one before it gets messy yeah, there's no one size fits all in that situation, you know. But to say marriage yes, separated based on that is also seeing it from one side, you know. So from the per- from the person saying, I can't do this, I can't be with someone because I've changed, my goals have changed, I need to move on. You're seeing it from one side because you are able. It is possible to be with someone even though you evolve. You don't have to grow apart even though you evolve. Right. That, that's, I guess. I, that's- I think, and, and I... And I think what's very important, as you were saying, is the fact that you evolve as a person does not mean, like you said, you have to grow apart. You need to create room for growth. When you do that, each individual can be themselves while you grow together. Yeah. It's like two trees growing, you know. And maybe at some point, you know, in the nearest future or whatever, you get to tangle again and then you start sharing mutual interest again a hundred percent but some people just cannot do that yeah and they have to grow apart and that is okay yeah yeah that is okay i think people need to understand and well maybe society in general needs to understand that marriage should not be a do or die affair it's okay to dissolve it as you will dissolve a business contract that is not serving you Mm. <laughs> and love yeah. we have like we talked about they have romanticized um marriage to the point that oh my god if you do not love this person or if you decide that you want to go <laughs> even break it up <laughs> it, it seems like it's not it's an abomination if it's, it's i'm very i'm a little rankled right now because of everything but i just think <laughs> i just think people need to pause take a break look at whatever it is in front of you mm-hmm. and decide how you want to manage it mm-hmm. don't say because one person is doing this you need to follow that route no it doesn't work for everyone yeah so basically yeah. one size there's no one size true fits all you know it depends on nope. the, the people in the relationship the marriage and if they are able to love each other through it all just like Will loves Jada. <laughs> On to exactly. The second response. So this one, again, uh, the person is of the opinion that marriage is underrated. Um, she's also, <laughs> as far as I know, not married. And uh, she says that 
I think that marriage is underrated because beautiful marriages are not always spoken about for the fear of the unknown point. Marriage is sweet, you know, um, if it is well balanced between both parties. A lot of good marriages are underrated. And if people can take the cue from the good marriages, then the reality out there would not be that it's overrated or seen as you can do better without being married. With or without being married, anyone can do better. I really like that. So I'm just going to say it again. With or without mm -hmm. being married, anyone can do better. As no one is responsible for your happiness or your joy but yourself. You know, um, I agree. The person is saying I agree with my last episode that uh, as long as both partners are crediting and debiting the marriage account in a balanced way, then it's happy days. Um, and she also feels that good marriages should speak more about what it takes or what, why their marriages are good. The recipe, the secret recipe, the secret formula on why their marriage has worked out. Um, to this, I, I think that she has a really good point because you hear a lot more about people, about bad marriages. You hear a lot more stories about bad marriages, marriages that are broken, not working. And you don't hear people that have good marriages that are genuine. This is not like audio marriage, audio good marriage. This is like good, good mm -hmm. marriages. They don't actually come out to say what is going on, like how they have made it happen. Like coming tiny down to expectation. A lot of people before they get married, like I mentioned in my previous podcast, they have this like glorious expectations of their partner and they forget right. This person, mm -hmm. human being, you're going to a relationship, a marriage, whatever you want to call it, with a human being that is like you, and that person is not perfect. That person will disappoint you. So I, I think mm -hmm. she has. I agree with her point in that, but maybe because good marriages are built on a lot of hard work. A lot of people don't show that hard right. work. They just show the the beauty at the end of it. They don't actually mm -hmm. do the hard work it takes. You know, so. Right. Why are they scared to speak up? You know, is it like they're afraid like, oh, I don't want to speak up. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Maybe we're going to break up, you know. Maybe we won't be together. So let me not flop my marriage like too much. I never know what's going on. I think, I think people are just scared of being criticized. Um, and like I said, it also takes me back to my point, which is what is good for, what is good is relative and what is bad is relative when it comes to marriage. What you deem as good and bad in a, in a relationship or in a marriage is relative to, you know. Um, I personally think I've had a good marriage, mm -hmm. thankfully. And what I think has been, I, I don't even, I can't even take the credit because if it was up to me, I think would have broken up a long time ago. <laughs> but like you said, hard work, you have to communicate. Mm -hmm. I think people do not understand the power of communicating. Mm -hmm. You have to talk, even when you don't feel like talking about it. Yeah. You have to be understanding. Mm -hmm. Like you said, understand that this person is also a human being. He has his flaws. She has her flaws. Um, and if you can see past all of that and just understand the person as an individual, not as just my husband or my wife that needs to do this and that and that, mm -hmm. then you can be more accepting of whatever it is that they bring to the table. Mm -hmm. um, friendship which is also great because your friend, a true friend 
will tell you when you've messed up, whether you want to hear it or not. Mm-hmm. And a good friend will stick by you, whether you deserve it or not. So, all of those components, I think, would make for a great marriage. I think so. Mm. And which is why I would credit, I don't know, like I said, I would not, I don't know what is going on behind them because Will and Jada are actors. (laughs) So, they might be acting for all we know. Mm. All you know about them has been on TV. You don't know them personally. So, you can't say, they have a great marriage or they do not. True. But based off on what they said or they came out to say in that recorded mm. red table talk, they have a great marriage because guess what? They have talked through their issues. They're willing to be vulnerable about everything that has gone on behind closed doors. Yeah. And guess what? They're willing to stick together. How many people, how many men mm. will stick with a woman if she steps out on the marriage, even when they know that they haven't served her well enough. Zero point zero 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 minus. Almost. 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 I'm not sure any man can. (laughs) But guess what? A woman will. That that is is a topic for another podcast. Another day. Another day. Another day. So, on the one hand, yes, maybe I don't want to use the word underrated because uh, I don't think it's underrated. I think they're just good marriages. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But like, like the person said, like, um, saying that a lot of people do not come out to talk about their good marriage. You said something that I like. You said that they are afraid of being criticized, just like and. Also, something you said, good marriages, bad marriages are relative. So I might think I might I have a fantastic marriage. I have a good marriage, you know. And if I come out on whatever medium it is to share why I think my marriage is good and why it has worked, there would always be one Judas Iscariot somewhere. Exactly. Judas Iscariot coming with their criticism to say, yeah, but this. Yeah, but oh, look at this one talking. You're, you that your husband or you're, exactly. you're this. And it just goes back to what you're saying. That person's probably looking at it from their perspective and saying, oh, you're married to someone that does this thing. You're saying you have a good marriage, you know? So maybe that's why people are mm. having their heads and like scared and like, you know what? I, ha- I have found a way to make my marriage work for me, which is in the end exactly what it's all about, you know? Everyone has to figure out how does this work for both of us in an equal way, balance. Like, okay, mm-hmm. balance. It doesn't have to look great to everybody, but to me, it looks great. So maybe that's why people hide and people are not talking about it. You know, so maybe in the end, everyone just needs to know that a good marriage is what you make of it. You know, uh, exactly. Much so. I guess. I mean, like, the things that make a really bad marriage, like domestic violence, we don't want that. A philandering spouse. Mm-hmm. It's not a one-time thing. It's like an, every three months, there's a new chick. Come on now. Are you trying to kill me? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just maybe. <laughs> Just maybe I am, you know. Maybe, maybe I'm you know. Hints, hints. Oh, the emotional abuse that those things do make a bad marriage. But the things that actually make a good marriage, it's dependent on the, the individuals, you know, involved mm-hmm. in it. And that's what people need to realize. Yeah. What works for you? Yeah. Another thing this person said that I liked was that with or without marriage, 
you can do be better as no one is responsible for your happiness but yourself i love that i thought that was so deep and true yeah. you know and i think it just goes back to what i mentioned in my last uh, podcast about expectations at the start of entering a marriage you know um that statement no one is responsible for your happiness if you don't learn it or know it before you get into marriage you would certainly hmm. learn it when you are inside <laughs> yes let right. me tell you now they can be in different rooms doing different things and you're thinking you your partner cannot always fill your glass for you you know yeah. you have to do you have to meet it to some point so at least 70 80% of of it and then the extra 20% then they fill it up yeah and and i think that's you need to know yourself yeah. I, I personally feel like people need to go through a life academy before you decide to commit your life to somebody else. Know what works for you. Understand yourself as an individual before you actually commit yourself to somebody else or commit to sharing your life with somebody else. Because guess what? All, every one of us are trying to figure out life. No one has the answers. Yeah, 100%. So you need, don't be in a hurry. Marriage will always be there. If you need to be in a partnership for as long as you need to, mm. then do it. You don't need to rush into marriage. There's a reason why relationships break up. You need to understand that. You've outgrown. So think of marriage as an adult relationship. Yeah. You're, you're in a relationship two years, three years. After a while, you decide, okay, this can't work. What makes you think that Point. marriage is any different? Point. Point. It's just a grown relationship. Yeah. You have, you know if it doesn't serve you. Sorry, carry on. Sorry for putting into what you're saying. Carry on. It's okay. If it doesn't serve you, then step out and do something else. Yeah, like, it's so true what you're saying. I love the way you explain that. Like, I, I don't know if someone wrote this to me or I saw it. I don't know. But the person said, no, the person said it to me, actually. Send me a voice message. And the person said, you get married. It's great. It's fun. You know, whatever reason you get married for. But the thing is, in that mar marriage, you have to continuously choose your partner, you know? So like you're saying, like mm -hmm. in relationships, you guess you did for a while, it gets to the point where you see you guys have a lot of differences. You choose to leave because you're like, like this is not working anymore. Bye. Mm -hmm. You know, those, that thing, like you're saying, it doesn't change in a marriage. You will see that a lot of points where you feel, okay, mm -hmm. we're different now. Like we're getting to a different places. Now you now have to make the decision to choose to continue or not. Mm -hmm. And there will be several, several of this moments in your marriage or in a marriage where a person is like, do I, do I still lose you? Do I still, I do, <laughs> you know? Do I still let it go? <laughs> do I still, I do to this thing, you know? Or, or can we yeah. call it a day now and you go your way, I go my way. And then, you know, we take it from there. Yeah. A lifetime is a long time, you know? It's a bloody long time. It is a long time. Um, it is a long time. So we have to choose. So yeah, I guess to that person, um, yeah, you heard it. Uh, people might hide their parents <laughs> because they're afraid of being criticized. And um, definitely we should know ourselves, know that we're responsible for our happiness. And also um, know that your partner cannot feel, feel you pull up to all your expectations all the time. And definitely, with yeah. that marriage, you can do better. No one is responsible for you. You are the only person responsible for your own success. No one. 
you can't put yes, that nobody yeah. is you can't no. put that it's it's yeah it's unfair too yeah it's unfair too it's too much to put on someone else now onto the third response and the title was overrated to the core and this one came from a married person. It came from a married person. And the person said, it is overrated. Okay, we're about to unpack now because it's overrated as the core, especially in Africa. But I'm going to go into Nigeria, be more specific, especially in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. You know, and the person says that it's unfair that before we get married, our mothers, our aunts, they put us under a lot of pressure to get married without actually explaining all the wahala that comes with it that's all the issues all the troubles all the hard work that comes with marriage when you hear a lot of people's stories uh you you kind of feel like you kind of feel like asking them is marriage by force because it is very overrated um most people get married ignorantly and to satisfy societal expectations after a while mm -hmm. it becomes a choice like i was saying staying married and loving your spouse uh, but not everyone just like you've been saying lj is cut out for that plenty work not everyone is cut out to staying in a marriage that is not serving you anymore um and this person says that their partner always says that having the mr and mrs title is a lot of work so i guess the partner also thinks it's overrated <laughs> so um mm -hmm. it's best that you choose the right person from the start to do the work with you and uh, to do the work on as well um mm. yeah so the person goes on this is a quite long one um uh, mm -hmm, yeah and she's like uh whether or not it's the right person she feels like it's a lot of work and is overrated so whether or not you pick the right person or you're not she feels like it's a lot of work and it's overrated and not everyone can deal um uh, with this especially in today's society you know so it's best according to her to let people know what goes on in marriage the reality of marriage before they get into it so they don't feel cheated um so what do you think about this what's your thoughts mm -hmm. on what you just had to say <laughs> especially in nigeria especially in nigeria, in nigeria. yeah mm -hmm. Uh, I always say the individuals, right? Um, and uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but this person seems mm, stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, maybe in Nigeria, the idea, the idea of marriage is the woman bears most of the brunt. Mm. She has to cook, she has to clean, she has to take care of the kids, she has to work. She does most of the heavy, physical, emotional bit of it. And the man pretty much just goes to work and comes back and crosses his leg in front of TV to watch uh, Arsenal versus Manchester. <laughs> or go and drink beer with his friends. Mm. And, you know, she has to do everything else. It's almost as safe. And it's an interesting thing because I had a conversation with a friend of mine actually a few days ago where we talked about it. And it feels like as a woman in a marriage, you feel very lonely. Because you have to give up so much of yourself to the marriage or to take care or to cater to the family, right? And which is why I would think that it's overrated because I've had to make some sacrifices myself as a person in my marriage. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that my spouse hasn't. Mm -hmm. It's just I feel like more of it has had to come from my own end. 
And yes, and in, in instances like that, I will feel like it's overrated. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I kind of agree to what she says. You have to know your partner. And know your partner doesn't mean you know them in their entirety. You don't. Because new things will come up. And things that you probably notice. I always say women notice everything, right? You probably noticed it, but you didn't think a big deal. You didn't think of it as, as a big deal at the time that you noticed. Or you thought, mm, it will come, it will go. It was, it was just a passing thing. Mm -hmm. But as people get more comfortable in their relationships, those little specks start to get magnified. And then you'll be like, Okay, what just happened? Did you change? Yeah. Like, where did that come who, from? Who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, and it's almost like, wow. But guess what? You are doing something similar. Yeah. Because there are things that you probably would ignore before, or, you know, your partner ignored about you before. But now it's become a big deal. So maybe before he left the dish in the sink, you didn't think of it as a big deal. And then he started doing it continuously because now it's an everyday thing. Mm -hmm. Before you were trying to impress, you were doing girlfriend, wife <laughs> material. Now you're actually the material. Oh, how damn. And it's becoming irritating. So mm -hmm. how about you tell him, do the dish. Mm -hmm. I can't do it every time. Mm -hmm. And women, we always think that, you know, men know all these things. Maybe they do and they choose not to pay mm -hmm. attention. But I feel like, like, I, it also goes back to what I'm saying. Communicate. You need to communicate, communicate, communicate. You can never get tired. There's a lot of talking. Yeah. A lot, even when you choose not to. I don't know if I'm still on point, but. Yeah, um, right. Like, yeah. if uh, something you said, I feel like my theory on that or my mantra is you should not start what you cannot finish. Sometimes you get carried away as women, you know. But a lot of times I have to catch myself mm -hmm. and say, baby girl, what you cannot finish, don't start. So if I do it once, yes. twice, I think ah, it's starting to become a pattern. Ha. I feel like hopefully my brain wakes up and I'm like retracing my steps and I'm like, no, 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 no. I know that if I have exactly. a lifetime of this, I'll be exhausted and I'll be tired. So let me stop it now. Let me find a way to nip it in the bud right now, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I like some of the things you said, um, especially about Not all of it. <laughs> no. All of it, of course, all of it. You know, but I, I guess you get into this whole like way of talking. I say, yeah, some of the things you said, you know, like, right? Uh, you know, even if you're not really conscious of what you're saying. But um, mm -hmm. the African issue, you know, or the Nigerian one, to be more specific, like you said, like women in Nigeria, most of the time it looks like they're doing more. You know, most mm -hmm. of the time, you know, in most marriages, like women are doing the most. You know, and a lot of them are in unhappy situations, marriages and all. Why is there so much of a stigma in coming out from a marriage, a relationship that is not serving you anymore, that you're not happy in, you're miserable in? Why is there so much? Why? You know, why? Why? And a lot of the stigma comes from women. It's women that, or well, am I wrong? I don't know. I think I, you're very right. You're very correct. Um... You cannot keep a man. Why is the man not trying to keep me? Mm -hmm. So if something went wrong, then it was definitely your fault. How so? Yeah, everything is the woman's fault. Everything. It, and it seems amazing. like it to me. It's amazing how they, they connect it. I don't understand how it gets to that point, but it's always... Oh, they slapped her. She must have said something wrong yeah, to him. I know. I know. It's, it's a very... 
I don't know. I guess it's a society. I guess it's like, I don't know where the stigma comes from. Maybe our aunties and our moms, like this person said, should have should tell us, they should enlighten us a lot more on how all of this started. Because I can't understand how you're being in a... This life is one, you know? You're in a terrible relationship. You're in a terrible marriage. You're unhappy. And this is not my perspective of it. This is the person in the marriage saying, I'm unhappy. I'm terribly unhappy. But you're in there. You know, you're taking... It's like suffering Olympics, like I always say. There's no suffering Olympics. It doesn't <laughs> exist. There's no Mm-mm. trophy. There's no gold medal. There's nothing. So why would... This is a huge problem back home. I don't know why that stigma exists. So much so that people that have left marriages that wasn't serving them, they are dragged. People don't take them seriously. They're not respected, basically. They're not accorded. Mm-hmm. They're not. You know, and... Um, I don't it's get it. It's a title, you know? It's a title. A title with more responsibilities, as, as far as I'm concerned. That's not to say it's not a happy title. I don't even use Mrs. <laughs> it's funny, but I don't. No, um, sorry to call you. It's so funny. Like, I remember growing up hearing people, like, when you say, like, oh, what's your name? And you say, Mr. Oh, let me not even say the Mr. Mr. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, they add the title to their name. or say, mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not your name. I'm asking, I'm asking for your title, your name, you know, but mm-hmm. back home, it's so common to be like, I am Mrs. X, Y, Z, or I am Mr. <laughs> Dr. Mrs. You know, and I'm like, hey, nobody has asked you for your title. I'm asking for your name, you know, but uh, <laughs> I guess it's a society. I don't know, like you're saying, a society. It's like, yeah, we have to unlearn a lot of things um, as Nigerians. We have to unlearn. And, and I think that's why when a woman gets taken, gets taken out of Nigeria and moves abroad, they say she has grown wings because she's seeing things in a different light. She's understanding that uh, maybe those things were not right. They were not healthy. Why did I have to go through all of that? Why was I subjected to things like that? Um, and then they start saying, oh, you don't care. I remember there was something about um, I can't remember. It was something about you know women that don't marry women that live abroad. It's better to marry a wife from Nigeria so that you can control her because these women abroad have grown wings. Mm. Like <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> How so? Because now I see that what she subjected me to was awful or wrong, or no sane human being should go through it. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to go into details of things that I've heard from friends yeah. about marriages. Mm. And I keep telling myself, why can't you just get up and leave? It's difficult. Why? I don't know. Why is it so difficult? It's society. It's the, it's the shame that is attached to it. You know, like, oh, I, I failed. My marriage failed. Even from your family, from your older, the even older women. The older women in your family mm-hmm. look at you and say, you didn't try. It was your fault. You are the one that caused it. If you had done this, you have done that. So a lot of people will choose to remain in these horrible situations just to avoid this shame, you know, like, oh, to avoid it. They will mm-hmm. remain in this situation. But it's, I don't know the way out. I don't know the solution to it. I have no, I don't know. Actually, I'm sorry. Abby, I think you should take a poll. I think you should take a poll. Um, yeah. and find out why people choose to remain in this That's in these situations yeah. as opposed to, you know, stepping out. Because I can't speak on it because I don't have that experience. Mm-hmm. But it's just, um, I, I think maybe 
people will be more open to sharing their opinions mm-hmm. because you know if they've gone through that kind of thing um so it's just i just need people to understand that look you can die in it or you can decide to step out and die happy yeah like everything I'm, is a choice mm-hmm. it's, it's your choice to it's okay it's your life we only have one life and so if you're in if you're listening to this anywhere and you're in a bad situation this is not based on what people like have said like oh your marriage is bad like if you know in your heart of hearts that you're in a horrible marriage or relationship you have been there for a while you've been you don't just have the courage to leave you're afraid for some reason you can reach out to me send me a message and let me know um but please make sure that the choice your the choices that you are making are your choices it's not the choices right. based on the voices you hear you hear in your head telling you it's going to be shameful you know you're not making a choice to stay or remain based on fear out of fear you're actually looking at it objectively and saying okay this is serving me i'm going to stay or this is not serving me i need to leave the same thing goes for men yeah the same thing goes for men too because i'm sure they suffer some situations that are not very favorable yeah, yeah. you know they might be fewer than women but you know as far as you know your happiness is involved and it's not serving you anymore. Maybe it's not serving you, but it doesn't make you feel, it makes you feel less of a person than you once felt. You need to reevaluate what's, what's important to you and make a decision. Yeah. Well, ultimately. So we're sending you love if you're listening to this from anywhere and you are relating to some of the things we've said. Like, I hope that you one day find courage, find the strength to pull yourself out of whatever situation that you are in because your happiness, you, cho- you should choose you. Choose you, choose your happiness, choose your well-being, you know, because whatever situation you're in, you need to be well. You need to feel 100% good in order to do anything. Raise kids, if you have kids, whatever, achieve or go as far as you want to go in your life. Whatever you want to do, you need to be well. Um, and if something is bringing you unhappiness or unwellness, then I hope you find the strength to pull yourself out of it um, at some point in time. And um, yeah, did you want to add anything else to, to, to that response, LJ? I think you said it all. You said you talked about kids. Yes, your kids would rather see you happy than miserable because only then can you give them 101, 110%, whatever the case is. Nobody deserves to live a very unha- unhappy life. Um, if anything 20 has to- taught us, it's that um, life is short. Very. Would you rather spend the rest of your life moping mm. or doing something that you're happy doing every day? It doesn't even have to be anything extra vegan. It could just, just a quiet Sunday morning or when a at the beach or you know just do something for yourself you don't have to be miserable you don't definitely i agree so please choose you i mean <laughs> yeah choose you thank you abby <laughs> you guys um yeah so to, to to end with i was gonna let you share your perspective you kind of already touched up on on what you what you think based on the, some of the responsive responses we've gotten already 
you know, so I don't know if you want to add something or say something to people that think that have said, oh, it's overrated or it's underrated. Like, what would you say in closing? I've kind of said that already. I, and, and, and I need to also put it out there. I don't have all the answers. I don't even have any of the answers. I can only talk based off on my own experience. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a happy marriage. I still have a happy marriage. It takes a lot of work. Um, it takes a lot of communication. It takes a lot of understanding, respect. It's very important. You cannot treat people without respect and expect them to respect you or be nice to you. You can't do that. Um, and like I said, what I consider a good marriage might be bad to somebody else. And what somebody else considers, considers a bad marriage might be good to somebody else. As long as there's no, there's no physical, emotional abuse involved or, you know, one or some of these really bad things, then do you, at the end of the day, don't listen to society. Don't listen to that friend in your head. If it's not serving you as a person or your relationship, reevaluate whatever it is and move on we'll talk and they'll stop talking because there's always right. something to talk about um so yeah so it's basically you've heard it guys so do you marriage is overrated marriage is underrated it depends on you and how you choose to see it if you see it as overrated it will be overrated to you we could say that but objectively as well it is kind of overrated but it depends on you, you know it depends on you and um how you see it you know to start with no one has the blueprint for marriage you know so um thank you so much for sharing your opinions i've learned a lot from what you said some of the things that you said that in my mind was you saying marriage is relative like a good or bad marriage is relative i had not really thought about it that way before you said that so that was very insightful um because we all choose what we want our marriage to be we all choose to make it work the way we, the way we want it to work so thank you for sharing that and also sharing that we should do us you know um and, and then it's so simple you know just do you but then it's so difficult at the same time because yeah a lot of people put all these expectations on us and we have them on our shoulders. So a lot of times when we want to make decisions, we're not making decisions from our heart. We're making decisions based on the voices in our head on what we think society or our families think. Expect. expect, yeah, that's the word. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. Um, I hope uh, this was useful to people that are listening. Um, you can reach out to me. Uh, send me a voice message on anchor.fm forward slash slash banter with Abby. Maybe it lost in my brain now. Um, follow and subscribe on Spotify, on Apple Music Podcasts, and on Google Podcasts as well. Um, yeah, so thank you for joining us, LJ. I hope that you will join us another time. Yes, I have so much to say <laughs> on what you think about another topic. Uh, when that comes comes on. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank you so much. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this and I learned so much from you too. So there you have it, guys. The topic of marriage is never ending. The discussion can go on and on for days. So I'm not going to spend so much time talking about it anymore. I'm just going to share a quick recap of some of the 
useful things that I took from um, LJ. Evolving in a marriage is normal. You know, it would happen. You would both evolve and grow, but you do not have to grow apart. You have to leave room for growth. You have to have that expectation that this person is going to change and I will change, but make a choice. Am I going to be able to commit, remain committed to this person as they change? Am I committed to their growth? Am I committed to supporting them? Going back to what I said, liking your partner. So do I like you enough to stick around? Do I like you enough to try to like who you are becoming? You know, another really good thing she said, a good or bad marriage is relative. It's crazy how I didn't actually see it that way. You know, I had this idea like, okay, this is what a good marriage should look like. And that was, that's what a bad marriage should look like. For example, balance. Maybe some people are in situations of marriages that are not balanced and they think it's good. You know, maybe they're doing most of the work and they, they're happy with it, you know? So, um, but that's some kind of balance at the same time, I guess it's balance in happiness. I don't know. Now I'm rambling on, but, um, it's a relative thing, you know? So what a good marriage looks like to me, might not be what a good marriage looks like to somebody else. Um, another thing we discussed, um, a good marriage requires a lot of hard work. And people that have good marriages, they do not show that part. We only see the beautiful part of marriages. Um, this is in relation to the person that had the comment about it being underrated. Um, about people that have good marriages not sharing enough. Um, they just share the beautiful parts of the marriage, not the hard work that's been done. But perhaps it's because they're scared. Perhaps it's because they're like, you know what? I have something good. I'm just going to keep it to myself because I don't want to share it and then have people poke at it. People point out what they think is not good about about it. And the thing about it, this kind of thing, sometimes they get into our heads. We start to take on the voices we're hearing, you know, and think perhaps, you know, what I've always looked at as good has not actually been good all this while. You know, so maybe that's why people hide. Maybe that's why people don't come out and talk about how good their marriages are and stuff. In the end, again, it's it's up to your perspective. So I'm coming out saying my marriage is great. You're looking at it and saying, sis, please chill. Um, <laughs> um, you can do better with or without marriage. You are responsible for your success and happiness. It's irresponsible to put that on someone else because we're all human beings. And you are setting yourself up for disappointment by putting the responsibility of your happiness and your success on somebody else because the person is a human just like you. Um, going back to the you can do be better with or without marriage. In marriage, uh, sometimes people are in toxic, toxic places and they cannot do better. They actually cannot. They have to leave to do better. So um, I'm just like giving that consideration in that statement. Um, down to the African or Nigerian issue with uh, a lot of people choosing to remain, <laughs> choosing in, in quotes, to remain in terrible, terrible marriages and situations. There's a lot of stigma um, with failed marriages. You know, people are afraid. People can't deal with the shame. And we must unlearn all of these things, you know, why, why, why do we attach so much, you know, shame to failed marriages? You know, I think it's terrible. I think it's unfair. I think it's a terrible thing to be in a situation where you're unhappy, but you can't leave because you're just listening to the voices in your head, like your family, your society. You don't want to let them down. Some people it's religion, you know, you don't want to let all of these people down and you're putting yourself at risk, your well-being. And your happiness and you know you only have one life so 
we must all unlearn these things. Um, I guess it's the same around the world, depending on the culture and where you come from. But yeah. One of the things I noticed, guys, was that most of the people that responded to my answer box were women. Where were the men? Where were the married men? You know? Um, but anyways, thank you for listening in today and uh, for writing in with your messages. Um, I hope you found uh, some good in uh, some of the things we said. There I go. I meant all of the things we said um, when you're, yeah, autopilot stuff. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet to my podcast, do so. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's called Banter with Abby. And you can also find me on anchor.fm forward slash banter with Abby. Thanks, guys. <laughs>